This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Notwithstanding the fact that I actually don't even like red roses, I desperately wanted someone to buy some for me. But it wasn't to happen that year. And so, I made a plan. I delivered a dozen roses to myself. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. You know, when I was a young woman between jobs in my field, I took a job in a flower shop because I've always loved flowers and I loved sales. And I thought, this is the perfect fit for filling that gap between gigs. And I had to work. I had rent to pay. And I thought nothing could be better than to surround myself with all that fragrant glory of high-quality flowers. So the shop was in a downtown Toronto underground city that we call The Path. It was directly above the huge office towers that dominate the financial sector of Toronto, and hundreds of thousands of people passed through its corridors from the subway system on the way to their offices. So the store opened early to catch the morning traffic, and then it was deadly silent until the lunch rush, and then quiet again until the rush hour began, and the office towers all emptied. And the job was kind of varied. Sometimes I removed thorns from roses, and then I delivered orders of flowers to the towers, and I would write out the cards to accompany them. Frankly, I loved it. And as luck would have it, I worked there from December to May. That's the busy season in the industry with Christmas and New Year's and Mother's Day and, of course, Valentine's Day. You know, the pre-orders would come fast and furious. Despite the inflated cost of the roses at that season, the men were, pardon my pun, married to the idea that they simply had to give a dozen red roses on Valentine's Day. Married men were giving them to their wives, single men to their girlfriends, fathers to their daughters. So I was miserably single at that time. And every dozen roses I sold added to my personal pity party. Notwithstanding the fact that I actually don't even like red roses, I desperately wanted someone to buy some for me. But it wasn't to happen that year. And so I made a plan. I delivered a dozen roses to myself. I even splurged on the box with the massive bow and I paid for the delivery. And I remember having them sent on a Sunday so that I'd be home to receive them. You know what? I think it was my first attempt at self-care. I wasn't buying them with a subterfuge. I wasn't going to be telling my friends that I had a secret admirer or even that I just don't know where they came from. No, I did it for myself. I made the experience happen for me. Now, many years later, a very famous diamond company began to market what they called the right-hand ring. This was the diamond ring that a woman buys for herself with her own money. And long before Beyonce told them to put a ring on it, women in the 80s were being instructed to do a form of self-care and buy themselves the ring, not to wait for someone to give you what you want, but to do it for yourself. 
Likely, their intention wasn't altruistic, but rather just an attempt to increase sales by opening up a new market segment. But in those days, it was novel. In Perke Avot, The Wisdom of Our Fathers, Rabbi Hillel says, If I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? While this text, in fact, is really about personal growth and Jewish learning, it also speaks volumes in its order of priorities. First, self, then other. Because an empty well does not bring forth water. And when it comes to peaceful homes and relationships, often our primary complaint is that our needs are not being met in our own love languages. This isn't just romantic relationships, but also our relationships with our kids, with our parents, with our friends. And I have discovered that I am not particularly prolific emotionally when I am running on empty. If the purpose of life is to seize the moment, if not now, when? Then proper self-care enables us to care for others. If I'm only for myself, what am I? Can be the energy of a person who has not completed step one in looking after themselves. If you want a peaceful home, you cannot neglect taking care of the yearnings that may not be met by others and be a sister who's doing it for herself, standing on her own two feet and ringing on her own bells. This week, can you examine your self-care and ensure that you're following the airplane rule of putting on your own oxygen mask first? Go buy yourself some roses. Buy yourself a ring. Take yourself to a class. Can you usher in peace in your home by taking care of yourself in a proactive and prophylactic way? Because just like charity begins at home, peace begins from within. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.